What up? I'm not touching you. We're here. I'm not touching you. We should. We I'm should. Not touching you. We should look this way, so that way we're not breathing on each other. All right, cool. So this is a uh, the new human sushi format where we Finally. face the camera. I feel like we should say, "What's up, guys?" In today's news, Snyder cut. <laughs> Let us know how you feel in the comments below. Like, click some shit on the screen. They always got some shit. It's way too advanced for us, that I, kind of thing. I hate wearing the mask, man. How do you feel about wearing the mask? I fucking hate it, man. It sucks. You got to, like, fucking be hot. Your face is all hot the whole day. I feel bad for the uh, first responders who have to wear it all day. Yeah, facts. And for everybody that has yeah, to wear it all day. You're right. People in retail and all that shit. A fucking Uber driver got to wear it. Yeah, but he can take it off in between rides, you know? Yeah. Like, the people at the store got to wear it all day. Like, if you work in public, you wear it all day. If you're a nurse, obviously. I had the uh, AAA guy come through today and shit, and he was he had the mask on and shit at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then halfway through the shit, he just took it off. He just said, man, I'm, I'm just going to take it off, man. And I was like, yo, it's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, isn't it weird having, like, people near you now, like, strangers, like, I had um the cable guy. This is, this is weird as fuck, by the way. Can we just like? No, I'm done. Never going back. We're in a post-COVID nah. world. <laughs> nah, it's just stupid. This way, I'm not breathing on you, man. You feel me? Just keep your mask on. <laughs> no, it's hot. I feel ridiculous. <laughs> like Dude. I'm looking sideways to talk to you. Shit, it's ridiculous. <laughs> we're talking to the peeps. No, nah, we're not talking. About that. All right, fuck it. Yeah, anyway. Anyways, so we're we're fucking back in the studio. We're back in the studio. We're back in the studio. We're like the UFC. We're the first podcast back. <laughs> it feels surreal. Yeah, I heard uh, Joe Rogan like tests all his guests. Did you hear about that? Yes. Yeah, I tested you. You seem fine. <laughs> we just smoked a blunt. Should I say that? We just like care. shared a blunt. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're over this social distancing shit. I think. Yeah. Do you think people in general are just over it? Like we were talking about it in the car about how, um, you know, no matter even if you said even if 75 percent of the people die and shit, the government's not going to shut it back down again. Well, I think that what we learned from the first shutdown was that this is also going to have negative effects on the economy, you know, so I don't think we shut down again no matter what. And. Yeah, I think, you know, like people, like right now, states are reopening, numbers are spiking, but no one is saying like, oh, shut it down again. Everybody's like, yep, numbers are spiking. <laughs> That's what the news is. Right, right, right. You know, like right now, I think Texas spiked like 75% in cases or whatever, but they're looking at the hospitalization numbers more than anything because that's the real indicator and that takes time. But th- those are going to go up too, you know, like everything's going to go up. So do you think that um, people are just going to forget about this COVID thing or do you think we're truly going to kind of like get over it when there's a vaccine. I think that certain things reopen and certain things people stay away from, right? Like I don't foresee people traveling unless it's necessary, right? Like I don't foresee people being like, Oh, I'm going to go to Italy and spend the week there. Okay. Um, unless it's, you know, totally necessary. So, right, right. um, obviously not everyone, I just mean like they're not going to get back to the same numbers that they had last year. You right. know, they, you know, they'll get some people back. Right. Um, concerts. I don't see that coming back anytime soon. Like maybe for another year, year and a half, you know, before we have concerts, sporting events, right. Movies, sporting events with audiences. Yeah. Yeah. Movies, limited capacity seating. Like, you know, every six seats, you can seat somebody 
which then brings the question like if you're a business do you even want to open at that seating capacity you know like does right. it make sense for you because you're operating the whole building you know at a well movies are going to start costing like 35 dollars <laughs> yeah no one's gonna go right you know so i think it's the end of movie theaters man they'll stay around as like a niche kind of thing for yeah. like certain movies and stuff like that but but when they have a vaccine maybe you know maybe when there's a vaccine yeah. that's what i'm saying like are are we going to be able to normalize before there's a vaccine or do you think it depends on the vaccine i think it does so mm -hmm. so i was hearing some podcasts about this today and and or yesterday and on a good like in a good case a vaccine can be developed within the first four years mm -hmm. that's a best case scenario right. like people are talking about like rolling it out next year or whatever but like if that were to happen that would be an achievement mm. it usually takes about four years right to develop a vaccine so like if we're not being like you know overly optimistic about it we could be looking at another four years of this shit and you're thinking <clears throat> when you say develop a vaccine you're saying fabricate from beginning to like yes. once you already have the actual vaccine that just to fabricate it it takes four years or from beginning, from doing the research, finding the vaccine, to then fabricating Yeah, it. they still have to do, like, human trials. Right. And, you know. They released, like, uh, findings saying they found, like, really positive results in, like, eight people. And everybody went crazy. Like, oh, that's it. We're, you know, we got it solved. Uh -huh. uh, but the results were really positive. So I think we're headed towards the vaccine. Trump is saying, like, we'll have a vaccine by the end of the year. And, um, you know, I'm pro-Trump, so, like, you know, <laughs> I believe it. I think we're going to have it. Uh, if he says it, it's going to happen. What, what did Trump say the other day? He's like, he made a mistake and said he tested positive, And he goes, I mean, negative, but it was so, I'm, I tested so negative that it's a positive thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, Trump is hilarious. You know what I just realized? We didn't turn on the lights. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I know this like five minutes ago. It's fine. <laughs> we look fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, maybe not great. Maybe we don't it's like. Cool, it. we look like we have tans. <laughs> yeah, true. Even though yeah, I haven't I like been outside like in a week. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Um, yeah, Trump. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, no, I mean, dude, like he's says crazy things, but he seems to like push for the, for what he believes is best in business. Like, you know what I mean? Like, which is you know, corporations, et cetera, employment, good economy, et cetera. You know, like he doesn't believe in like that socialist shit, you know? Right. Is that what we need right now? Handouts, more handouts. I'm saying like, is Stimulus that, do money? we need a leader like Trump or do we need someone with a more socialist bent? How do you feel about it? Like you think we, you want, you want to vote for someone else this upcoming election? Like not if it's Biden. Right. Not if it's Biden. You Speaking know. of Biden, <laughs> did you see those Yikes. comments? <laughs> Yikes. Should we play it? Let's play it. You have it? Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. I got it. I got it. Let's play it. So this is, uh, just to give some context, this is Joe Biden appearing on uh, Charlemagne's podcast. Um, and, and they're talking about... Which, why? <laughs> right. And they're talking about, like, the black vote, you know, and having to earn the black vote mm -hmm. for, for Democrats. So. It's because they want your running mate to be a black woman. I don't know if you saw the op-ed in the Washington Post 
by some of the leading black women voices in this country. And they feel since black women are such a loyal voting block and black people saved your political life in the primaries this year. They have things they want from you. And one of them is a black woman running mate. What, what do you say to them? What I say to them is that I'm not acknowledging anybody who is being considered, but I guarantee you there are multiple black women being considered. Multiple. Well, you know, Thanks so much. That's really our time. I apologize. You can't do that to black media. You I can't do that to white media and black media because my wife has to go on at six o'clock. Okay. Oh, uh oh, I'm in trouble. Listen, you got to come see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. I a, will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more okay. questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do. <laughs> Ooh. Hold on, man. <laughs> I like the end of a uh, curve. Hey, look, man. Oh, man. I'm by no means a Trump supporter. Okay. Trump has said some stupid shit. Right. Okay. Is that not some Trump level stupidity right there? All right. So. And it's if Trump had said that, it wouldn't be that bad. That's the funny part, right? <laughs> like, right, right. It's it's like okay, I, I compare it to like when Conor McGregor was in the UFC, and then he had like other people trying to be as loose as him, aka like Tony Ferguson, right? Like, mm -hmm. and it just didn't come off well. You know what I mean? Like, so it's Biden trying to be like sensationalist, basically. Biden, I think first of all, was, you know, thinking, okay, I'm doing Charlemagne, you know, like, so I got to be a little loose on here, right? He got cocky. He, he lost himself. <laughs> <laughs> he went too he, far. He completely lost himself, man. <laughs> he went too far it, with it. I think it's, you know, emblematic of the cockiness that the Democrats have mm -hmm. about the black, the black vote. Right. And it bothers me, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because, like, it's assumed that the black vote is going to go to the Democrats. Yeah. And so, like, they they hold this power, like, over the black community that he feels, you know, empowered to say some shit like that, dude. That, like, that he's flaunting at this he's point. He's cocky, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how the fuck are you going to say that? Like, who is Joe Biden to decide who is and isn't black? Like, are you kidding I me mean, right now? You're basically insulting black people because you're saying, like, you're not intelligent enough to decide based on politics. You, exactly. You know, you're you're only gonna vote Democrat because that's what you're told to do. If you, you know? vote Trump, you ain't black. Right. That's some crazy shit. Like, that's crazy. It's that's a, crazy, man. Yeah. It's very like, it's not even like uh, they're not trying to. He's not trying to disguise it. He's just flaunting the fact that, hey, black people vote Democrat. You know. So um, there was some pushback. And now his PR team came out saying that he said it in jest. Hmm. Is that what that seemed like to you? Yes. I think he was being loose, trying to be loose. And it was a bad comment. Like it was a terrible, horrible comment. But you think it was in jest? <clears throat> yes. Like to some degree. Like I think he was saying like, he's like, come on, Charlemagne. <laughs> if you don't know how to vote for me, you ain't black. He's man. saying come like, on, why are you asking me tough questions? You know what I mean? Like I'm a Democrat. You shouldn't be asking me tough questions. You should just be going along with whatever I say because you're black. Well, That's he, what he's saying. Well, he's technically saying you shouldn't have any questions because because Charlemagne said, hey, we have more questions or whatnot. Right, right. right. 
Yeah, but it was like if if you listen to like the earlier part of the interview, up. yeah, it was yeah, Charlemagne was trying to grill him, grilling him a right. little bit. You know right. what I'm saying? Which he should be ready for. Mm-hmm. Like these are legitimate questions yeah. that this guy's asking. You know, yeah. but he the the Democrats feel so sure about having the black vote in their pocket that man, it's it, I I hope that changes at some point. I know it's not going to be Trump, you know, but I hope at some point. Like you never know, I mean, and Hispanics too. Like Hispanics are mostly Democrat too. Like they know that they have us in their pocket too. Look, look at the clown show when they all came to debate in Miami and they were all talking in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. Democratic debates recently, a few mm-hmm. months ago, mm-hmm. they came to Miami mm-hmm. and they were all talking in Spanish. Mm-hmm. It's fucking insulting, man. It you is. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's pandering, just like this is pandering, right? So, I I hope at some point a Republican candidate comes out that captures you know or at least makes people consider like makes minorities reconsider going strictly for the democrats Mm -hmm. because it's a weakness it's a weakness we don't really have a voice they already have us cinched up you know Mm -hmm. so i don't know man i think first of all i think trump wins more minority votes with this stimulus that just came out and then if there's another stimulus before the election like, I think a lot of people that were Democrat, quote unquote, vote for Trump again, you know, Plus, Trump, Trump got me a laptop. <laughs> exactly. Got me some Jordans. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag um, the last dance. Plus, with so much other turmoil, turmoil going on right now, like a lot of people might think, hey, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to switch presidents right now. Like, right. Let's just let him write out his last yeah, four yeah. years, you know, midstream. Yeah. Don't change horses in midstream. Exactly. Yeah. So. You know, there's a lot of things going on with China right now. Like, there's just chaos. Yeah, you don't want to show instability. And that's what this guy, this guy Biden, man. My thing with Biden is, like, mm-hmm. I don't personally know anyone who was supporting Biden in the primaries. Mm-hmm. No one. And right. most of the people I know are lefties, you know? Right. I hear, I, you know, I know people that were going for Yang. Bernie people that were going for bernie obviously like that's the most that i saw the, to me the biggest movement me was and bernie. you were the only two going for tulsi <laughs> yeah we were going for tulsi you know but there was people going for warren yeah but I there think, was like 16 freaking candidates who the fuck was talking about biden yeah how are we stuck with biden now mm-hmm. you know what i mean like well, how did this happen trump wins 2020 man trump wins against biden because biden look like you said he tries to be sensationalist doesn't come off well Right. He tries to go uh, the peaceful, high, high moral road. Trump eats him up. You know what I mean? Like, so no chance, no chance, man. Trump's going to demolish him. This is like a really one sided rap battle. You know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. I kind of can't wait for those debates, man. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because Biden might, this dude might have a heart attack or something like you. He's going to catch like an anxiety attack or some shit. I can't wait for the debates just for the sound bites, man. I want to hear Trump talk again, you know, like. (laughs) <laughs> he's entertaining you know he's nothing if not entertaining no man like i'm not happy with trump either man like you know i'm i would love to get him out of there but this ain't how i want to do it this ain't how i want to do it the big criticism right now is his response to the pandemic like you know how quickly he's gotten testing out and all this other stuff but i mean it's crazy like you know it we're corralling, we're trying to corral a whole country and we're like one of the biggest in territory too. Right. You know? So I think it's, it's difficult to orchestrate that, not to defend Trump or anything. You know what I'm just saying like, yeah. 
but people are saying, yo, he knew he knew ahead of time that people warned him in January and he was dismissive. And there are like sound bites of him being like, We got this. <laughs> right. This virus isn't coming to America. You know, like Yeah, but who's to say that another leader wouldn't have done the same thing, right? It's like judging him on something an, an event that's like unprecedented in the yeah. modern world, yeah. right? But Obama was talking about this in twenty fifteen. Was he? Yeah. What was he saying? He's saying that we need to devote attention and money and resources to being prepared for a pandemic, you know? Mm. Yeah. 2015 or 2016. I can't remember when the speech was. But and did anyone give a fuck? No, I mean, That's the Bill thing. Gates, same thing, said the same thing in a, on the TED Talk like five years ago. People have known, people have known this was coming. And like, you know, again, how do you stop this like from happening? We are just multiplying like a virus, you know? And You turn the fucking TV off, man. That's how you stop it. That's how you cure co coronavirus. You fucking throw your TV out. There I don't understand that. What do you mean by that? Like, you think it's not real? You think people aren't dying? What like, I mean is that if it wasn't for the media, we wouldn't have this big outrage and this big scare. And like, a few people would have died, which is what happened. A few people died. But well, we slowed it down. We definitely... All the charts, the numbers don't lie. You know what I mean? Like, we definitely slowed down the spread. Now, you know, what you were asking me before, like, do we reopen, et cetera? Like, I agree with you in the sense of saying, like, the only thing we could do was slow it down. <laughs> There's nothing else we can do until we come up with a vaccine. We're all going to get it. That's it's how like, I feel about it's it. It's like trying to avoid the common cold for the rest of your life. Right. You know? We're all going to get it. Yeah. yeah. It spreads the same way as a cold. So have, can you can you avoid the common cold forever? No. Eventually, you're going to get it. Right. But th they might come out with a vaccine. If they come out with a vaccine, that's the game changer. But I mean, right. that, listen, like this has kind of been the moral of the story here, right? Yeah. The vaccine is going to be the game changer. But then that takes me to like my thing, which is like, now what? The vaccine, you're going to have to have it legally to be able to access certain things in society, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Like to fly or to go to a concert or something. Exactly. Like you're going to have to prove that you're COVID negative or whatever. Yeah. You or that you have the antibodies. Or you got to scan your microchip. <laughs> Dude, it's just a little microchip. It's just a little prick. You it's, just a bro, it's not even going to hurt, bro. <laughs> it's not even going to hurt. Don't be scared, bro. It's fine, man. <laughs> man, uh, me and Tropic today were, uh, shout out to Tropic, by the way. Yeah, for real. What We're talking talk? about the uh, the Terminator, just like the paradox in <laughs> with the Terminator. It's so crazy. Like meaning like how he can't go back and kill himself or whatever? Well, John Connor sends Kyle Reese back to the past so he could fuck his mom. Right. And birth him. His boy, John, uh, Kyle, Kyle Reese. Reese. Yeah. He's like, hey, you're going to go back in time. Or you're going to fuck my mom. Yeah, his okay? boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> smash mom dukes. Then I'm going to come through. You know what I'm saying? And then we're going to we're gonna kick it. Okay, so like I posed the question. So why, does, why didn't Skynet just cut off homie's dick? You know? <laughs> Kyle Reese. Yeah, just cut off his dick. Why are you sending Terminators back to the past? Like what a waste of resources. Because they didn't know who the father was. Just That's, cut off his dick. In the movie, they say we don't know who the father is. But they were chasing the guy. Kyle Reese? Oh, they don't know who the father is? Yeah. All the Sky way in Net. the future, like yeah. they don't know who the father is. I don't know. That's what the explanation but is. But then like what my friend told me is that John Connor needed to be born 
because in part two, you know, everything that happens in part one and in part two, Miles Dyson or whatever and uh, Cyberdyne, they have the chip mm-hmm. from the future, which is eventually what created Skynet. So like Skynet needed John Connor to be born. Right. And for all exist. that to happen for them to exist. Yeah. You know, right. It's a paradox. Definitely. Like that's kind of cool though. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good, <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's like uh, the time machine by H.G. Wells. Right. Right, 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 right. You know, where he keeps trying to go back in time and save his wife. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert, he figures out he can't travel back and to save his Because she keeps dying. Un- it'll undo everything. Yeah, because yeah. then he won't ever invent the time machine. Exactly. You know? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so cool. simple when you think about it. But I, I wonder who thought about these things originally. You know what I mean? Like Time travel? Yeah. In like, general? Einstein talked about it. Yeah? Yeah. A theory of relativity? Yeah. Yeah. Do you believe time is cyclical or that it's like just random? Like Dr. Manhattan, man. Random? Yeah. Just like Dr. <laughs> Manhattan. I don't know. It sounds cool though. I don't know, man. That's it's difficult for me to think of time like not li- not linear. You know what I mean? Like that's what I was trying to say. Not cyclical, linear. Um because we that's the way we experience it, obviously, you know? Right. Yeah, who's you know, there's also people that think there's like alternate dimensions and shit. Yeah. But some, some mornings I wake up and I'm like, I swear it was just five years ago. (laughs) (laughs) After doing any drug in particular. Yeah. But that's, yeah. (laughs) What does that matter? What does that have to do with it? Yeah. Um, (laughs) you watch any good movies, man? Good movies. Um, any any DC movies? Maybe. So actually, now that you mentioned DC, before we get into the Snyder Cut, because I know you're dying to talk about <laughs> it, <laughs> I started watching Titans. Okay. Have you seen it? It's all? not bad, man. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not terrible. I haven't seen season two, but it's not bad. I'm on season one right now. I just started watching it. How far are you? Um, like episode five or something. Okay. Has yeah. Jason Todd come out? Yes. Fucking dope. That's so so love cool. That. When he beats up the cops and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just dope. I love that they're doing like the Jason Todd story. You know, mm-hmm. you know, he eventually gets killed and shit by the Joker. Oh, he's the second. He's Robin. the second Robin. Okay, yeah. Yes. That gets killed by the Joker and then comes back as Red Hood. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's cool, yeah, cool character. And then this Robin becomes Nightwing eventually. Mm-hmm. But you think they're gonna do that even though he's doing Titans because he's not he's he's uh Robin in Titans. No, he's also time. Nightwing in Titans. Oh really? Yeah, he becomes Nightwing as part of the Titans. Oh I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that was in the books. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He oh. becomes like the leader of the Titans when he's Nightwing and shit. Oh that's dope. Yeah. I liked it man. I'm liking it so far man. Yeah. And like I you know I watched it because it was like you know some random shit. I was like oh let me see what this is about, you know? Yeah. And I like I've watched like Flash and Arrow and all that shit, and I hate those shows, dude. Like, Flash sucks, man. I can't like I watched like a good amount of Flash, like probably like six, seven episodes, you yeah. know. And I was like, nah, I can't. You yeah. Know? Um, and I hate like, you know, when they add that little music, like when he walks into a room and it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's very Titans sick. feels like network TV, but it's a little more gritty. They went like a little darker route. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is cool. I like that Robin's like killing people and shit. Like it's funny. It reminds me of X-Men a little bit. Like the feel, right? Mm-hmm. Like of the X-Men movies. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see that comparison for sure. Yeah. But no, I love I love that people are dying and it's like cool, you know, like there's bloody shit, like you know? 
Yeah, it's, it's super graphic. Yeah. Like, Robin beats the shit out of people. <laughs> yeah. And those people's heads explode and shit. And I like the dude that plays Robin, too. Yeah, I think he plays it really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, Starfire, I think, is the name of the... Yeah. Know, like, I thought she's a really good actress, you know? <sighs> yes. <laughs> actress. Yes. I go, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Uh, then you say I'm sexist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? I think she's a very good-looking lady. Yeah, she's a quite the specimen. She's yeah, she's very good looking. Yeah, no, she is. She's really hot. Yeah, yeah. She um, fine as fuck. Dog. She fine as fuck. Hey, she fine as fuck. Hey, dog. she fine. Dog, hey, dog. hey, I'm trying to holler. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. You're sliding that DM, girl. <laughs> I never. I could never be one of those hollering ass dudes though. Like me neither, man. Yo, I have like, too much pride. Yeah, I never, never. Honestly, I have too much pride. And I've seen shit. dudes pull like that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, mad times, like. I have a boy like this dude me and him bro we go out to the club and like he would literally go in order like we would already be drunk as soon as we got there you know so every would, single girl it, he'd be like hey what's up girl like that, you know like literally no okay move on to the one standing right next to her you know like hey what's up like in a line throughout the <laughs> club you know until he found right. one that responded you know and boom grab her hand and go you know nah man but i can't do that man. i'd be thinking i'm too good yeah you know what i mean i'm like i'm too good for that bro <laughs> like let her holler at me dog i just like i used to just like want to get my dance on and shit you know me dog yeah i want to party and shit <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i would listen that doesn't mean i wouldn't approach a girl right like, right but like i'm not approaching everyone in the club right like i'm approaching one that i get my eye on or whatever and mm-hmm. you know typically like probably the most attractive girl that's like way out of my league that's the one i lock eyes no nah, not me no i don't go by that i just go by like feel man you just but feel it out usually, energy usually the most attractive girl has the right energy <laughs> <laughs> she's got what i need man <laughs> that's sexist you know what i'm saying what, what i said was not sexist that why, was sexist. why is that sexist dude are you really that shallow you just go for like the most attractive girl um okay well i don't go for any girls anymore all right i'm a married man you know what i'm talking about i'm talking about you baby cap not renee (laughs) um the old me was very driven by lust yeah like i would see a girl that i thought was attractive and i would make up things in my mind like oh she's nice she's cute she's sweet like you know i'm saying without even knowing her and i would just kind of fall down that rabbit hole you know huh Uh, interesting yeah that's why I think my relationship with my wife is so unique. You know what I mean? Because like it was not, I didn't feel that like lust right away for her. You know, I came with time. So like, I feel like, yeah. And the thing is, she's very attractive. You know what I mean? But she just wasn't my like instant go-to type. Like, mm. you know, brunette, like Latina, short, you know, my wife's up. She's blonde. She's American tall, you know? Mm. So this didn't register, you know, but once I got to know her, once we spent time together and became friends, like I started to become attracted to her to the point where, you know, I couldn't hold it anymore. I had to say something and try, you know? Hmm. But yeah, I am, I am lustful in that sense. Right. Like, isn't everyone like you are the same way, except you are assigning characteristics also. Like when you see that girl at the club, right. That you are going to approach. What is it that you see that, that makes you walk up there well i think the disconnect here is like what's attractive to you and what's attractive to me you know right. what i mean and, and i guess i'm assuming that when you say attractive that you're talking about like the traditionally attractive girl like the traditional the fastball you know right um Meaning i don't what, know like tight dress fake tits like that uh-huh. okay yeah 
So no. that's what I'm assuming. No, no, no. Uh, so attractive to you is what right. you mean. Yes, okay. attractive to me. Of course, attractive yeah. is always relative. Well, to then, everyone. well, then look, then I'm guilty of that too. Of course, right? You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna holler at someone that I find attractive. Of course, All right? The the most attractive girl in there to you, right? But that could come from so many different things, right? Though, I agree. Right? It's yeah. like it's not just like her tits or her ass or no. some shit. It's like you know, a look. Mm-hmm. It's like a certain like a glance, the way she dresses. I'm serious. Though. <laughs> the way she flips her the, hair in slow motion, <laughs> the way she walks. Like there's a lot of shit for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. I find beauty in a lot of, in a lot of women. Yeah. No, like, and then I had gotten to a point, I, like before I met Erica, I got into a point where I had to talk to the girl in order to know what was up. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. It was, I couldn't anymore, like, I would see attractive girls and think, like, yeah, she's pretty, she's beautiful, she's got a great body, mm-hmm. but that lust that I used to feel wouldn't come until I could talk to her, you know what I'm saying? And so I think, I think you mature with time, you know what I mean? Like, you start, your libido starts to go down, too, you know, that's another thing, like, your hormones with age just start to, to normalize, you know? And when you say you approach her with lust, so, like, the goal is, is to get her in bed. Like, that's the goal. Yeah. Interesting, man. Like, I'm not saying that I'm not guilty of wanting to sleep with every girl I talk to, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. But, like, I don't know if if that's the what drives, you know, like, whether or not I like the girl. <laughs> it is. You're just romanticizing it in your mind. You Am know? I? Yeah, because. Look, eventually I'm, I want to fuck, obviously, you right. know? You know, I mean, I've preferably told- first date. Yeah. But but here's the thing, like. It's not OK, like, you know, but, okay. if I lust over a certain over a girl. Mm-hmm. Or if I like another girl's like other characteristics, like the conversation and like the vibe and shit like that, like mm-hmm. I, I think I'd be more likely to go for the second one. Over the one that's just lust. OK. At this stage in your life or at any point in your life? At any point in my life. At any at, point. At one, look, yeah, maybe like when I was like 24, 25, it was like, that's all. Yeah, that that's girl's all. cool, but this girl's hot. You know what I mean? Like, I feel you. I feel you. So, okay. But it's like, you know, is the hot girl also cool? You know, like that's... If I can't stand her, if I can't stand her personality, bro, right. it's hard for me to, to stomach being there. It's like this fight between my mind and my dick, like on Seinfeld. <laughs> right. When yeah. he's playing chess with his... Yes. He's his brain chess, against his penis. His brain against his dick. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, look, it's for me, it boils down to biology. Like, that's all any of this is. In fact, the whole world, really, like anything, war, the economy, mm. like everything just boils down to biology and sex, you know? Like... Um, you know, I think men have an internal drive to procreate as much as possible with as many women as possible. Yeah. Like, I think it's a biological instinct, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I think women are allowed to have that need or want psychologically, but biologically you can, they can't claim that it's as strong. They have biologically, their urge is more like to nest and to raise a family, Mm -hmm. et cetera, you know? Um, 
So obviously for a lot of reasons that doesn't work in modern day relationships, right? Like there's too much jealousy there. There's too much, uh, danger of disease. Um, you know, and we've been, uh, what doesn't work? Polygamy, like men just going around sleeping with women, mm. you know, and impregnating them. <laughs> like, so we boiled it. Says it who it doesn't work. Um, Maybe it doesn't work for everyone. Right. I would say, yeah, we've, for the most part, society has accepted, uh, like, a monogamy, monogamous relationships, oh, yeah, yeah. you know it's, what I mean? Well, yeah, it's the only legal type of relationship. Right. Is, a, is monogamy. There are other, other relationships are illegal. You can't legally get married uh, to like two women. Not even in Utah. Oh, I don't know. I think in Utah you in can Utah? get married. Yeah. Because you have to just say you're Mormon or whatever. You just have to say you're Mormon. Right. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> you want, you trying to live in Utah, bro? <laughs> no, man. Like, I personally am a fan of monogamy. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I enjoy my monogamous relationship. But um, I'm not, that's not to say that there's all, not all types of people, all types of relationships and different things work for different people, you know? Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is that for the most part, for most people, polygamy doesn't work. You know, like it wouldn't work for me uh, or at least people aren't even willing to try it. If, if what you're saying is that we don't know if it works. But in a large part is that's because mm -hmm. we live in a monogamous society. Mm -hmm. So you we're being raised with monogamous values. So like Correct. even the concept of like polygamy or polyamory or anything mm -hmm. like that is so left field for the average person that. You know, it would take years and years and generations to, like, break out of that conditioning. Right? I don't think it's that crazy of a thought anymore. I just think it doesn't work, like, when you boils down to the three people. You know what I'm saying? Like, or four people or however many people it's are. It's crazy in, right? to the average person, though. You don't think it's that crazy, but that's crazy to no, the I average think, person. I think we're in a new generation now, man. I think, like, a lot of the people that are 20 and 30 now, you know what I mean? Like... Or trying different things. They grew up already with this stuff already around. They were born in, in 1991. They were born in 1995. They were born in 2000. You know what I'm saying? They were already shows about, like, it's very normal now for high school girls to make out and experiment sexually, et cetera. You know what I mean? Like, mm. so a lot of things I think. Back in the day, that was like finding a rare gem. I mean, you would like, everyone would send each other beeper code 911. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, so two girls are making out. Yeah, it was it's a lot more normalized now, you know, so the fabled threesome. I think it's not that it's that crazy of an idea. I think that once you put it into practice, it's that sign to reference Seinfeld again. So I know you've been watching it. Seinfeld Elaine, that episode where they tried to be friends, to be friends. and have benefits, you uh -huh. know, and it doesn't work because she wanted this, that and the other. Yeah, exactly. Eventually somebody wants something more, you know, so I think that's why people don't delve into it not so much fear but what do you I mean, mean eventually some somebody wants something more what do you mean okay because when you're being intimate with someone it's very easy to tie in um other emotions into that you know mm -hmm. what i mean like especially i would say more so for women you know uh who lead with their emotions more more so than logic you know um so I think that it's very easy for people to get confused. Like people can start off saying like, oh yeah, I know, you know, you're in a relationship. I'm not, I'm just trying to be a third wheel or whatever. Right. Or whatever the, the scenario is, you know what I mean? But then eventually somebody wants more either 
the 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 person that's coming into the to the relationship you know says okay i want i'm ready for more like you know maybe at that point they separate again and she goes off on her own way or whatever yeah and then that's fine and then that's what it was right but can in other words can that relationship last between three people like forever i mean it can a lot of two people relationships don't last though yeah that's true too you know that's an excellent point so yeah maybe maybe not yeah you're right and they have i mean and they have rarely so the amount of people that try it is minimal yeah there's not a big sample size right and in that sample size there are some successful cases you know right. what i'm saying so i mean people do it like yeah. you know i'm in an unconventional relationship yeah like you know, it's it's like it's possible. It's not that crazy of an idea. You know what I mean? Like what do you mean by unconventional though? Do you wanna expand on that or <laughs> we uh see other people. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, obviously that's something that you guys obviously talked about yeah. and you know, discussed at great length, I'm assuming. Yes. And made your decision, you know what I mean? Is how is that working? I mean It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. So, okay, I'm curious about this. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about it, son. (laughs) All right. So, you see other people, Mm -hmm. um, and you don't feel jealous. Do you feel jealous? Of of course. You do feel jealous. Yeah. How could you stop yourself from feeling something? And what do you do with that feeling? You. It just kind of starts going away you know okay so it bothers you you let it ride and then it goes away yeah and i can't even say like it bothers me it's just like oh that's weird (laughs) you know what i'm saying okay because you guys are very open or like does she tell you stuff do you tell her stuff like about not yeah like not like details right yeah okay so you'll go see a girl and you'll be like hey i'm gonna go see a girl yeah and she's like okay go have a good time pretty much (laughs) that's actually more accurate than you think uh sometimes okay sometimes not does she get jealous yes and no okay yes and no not in the same way as you more or less yes the same way not in the same way okay different different okay Gets jealous over different things. Like, we get jealous over different things. Right. It's not, like, one thing. Mm, Interesting. But isn't that way... Isn't it that way in, like, monogamous relationships, too? You get jealous over different things. You're just... You have things that trigger you. Your girl has things that trigger her. It's the same shit. Yes. But... Okay. Here's my stance on it, right? Like, back, back to how I see things. It's like, I could never be okay with my girl going out Mm -hmm. to meet somebody else you Mm -hmm. know what i mean why is that okay do i believe i have her heart yes like do i believe that she'll come back home to me yes and like no matter what is out there you know i believe like that i've treated her and shown her how much i love her and support her and that she'll never like for me in my mind it would be dumb for her to stray from that Mm -hmm. because no one else will ever love her as much as I do. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I put that that decision in her hands every day when she goes out to work. You know what I'm saying? Like she has mm-hmm. that decision. She could step out on me if she wanted to. You know what I mean? Like, so we have that choice every day, but I think we 
made each other a promise like, hey, we are not going to do that without at the very least discussing that first. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, Which is the same case as me. Right. So when we made that pact, mm -hmm. like I always told myself like, okay, on the one hand, I have this great relationship. You know what I mean? On the other hand, I have this complete unknown. Could it work if I put them together? Sure. Mm -hmm. Could it destroy my marriage? Could mm -hmm. it do damage? Right. Absolutely. You know, yeah. am I happy with just my wife? Like, yeah, I'm extremely satisfied yeah. and happy, you know? So like, that's my kind of theory is like, I don't want to fuck with it just in case it could do damage. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I see that like, there's obviously like positives and, and negatives mm -hmm. to it too, you know, mm -hmm. but there's, I see a lot of positives too. I'm sure. <laughs> like you get back that like single swag. You right. Know what I mean, and it's like because when you're in a relationship, man, it's like you tend to get comf comfortable. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're just kind of just, you know, laying around. Yeah, you put on 20 pounds. Not giving yeah. a fuck. You know what I mean? Like she walks in and I'm fucking playing Xbox with a blunt in my in my mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you're like, damn, you think to yourself, this must look ugly from her side. And shit. So this got me back like on my my single swag. You know, okay. which is cool. It's nice to have this guy back. Mm -hmm. you know? I like this guy. <laughs> Independent me. Yeah, I'm fucking date Mike. Nice to meet me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel that too. You know, like yeah. you you do get a lot of like uh, confidence from being able to operate in that capacity. You right. know what I mean? Like like conquering a woman, like you said, like is the objective sleeping with her that night. You know what I mean? Like yes, like because it delivers <laughs> conquering a woman. <laughs> yeah conquering a conquest you know it delivers like a, a feeling of like okay like i got it i you know did that i did that you know but like i don't mean that in like that's all it's about you know what i'm saying i'm not trying to reduce mm -hmm. it to just that and make like women objects you know but it, that it is part of, i'm just being very honest about right. how we think you know and that is part of it you know you think to yourself yeah i did that <laughs> yeah <laughs> did that yeah <laughs> Hello, 36. I conquered that. <laughs> like, the fact that you even got her, you know, to agree to sleep with you, you know? Yeah. Because women have all the choice. They have all the picking, you know, power. They do. The whole sexual dynamic is decided by women. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know if I, like, I think there is, like, part of me that's, you know, the most, like, primitive, like, like you said, biological part that does think that way you know what i mean but i don't know that that's how my thoughts process it you know mm -hmm. like it's definitely like yeah a conquest and and look man i'll be talking to my boy like if i'm talking to you I'll be, yeah bro i hit it you know because i know that that's what that's, <laughs> that's what you want to hear, hear. <laughs> you know what i'm saying I, but um yeah i don't know i don't know that i in my later years now, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? That I've, that I've seen it that way. Now that I'm a little more like mature and shit. Mature. Maybe back in the day, I probably saw it that way. Like, yeah, I, I hit that, whatever. You know, I definitely had that phase. Right. But I don't know that I see it like that now, you know? See, I do. I'm not going to lie. I do want to hear like, yeah, I hit that. Like, you know, as your boy, it's like. So do I. Yeah, yeah, yeah I want to hear it yeah, too. Yeah. I know it's immature, but it's true, you know? But I also want to hear if, if you're ever like in love, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like hearing when my boys are like, yeah, I'm in love. And shit. I'm like, yeah, cool. Good for you, man. You know, like. Um, well, because it's like, to me, that's like, okay, the sex is the least interesting part of this whole thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's the least, it's, doesn't mean it's the, it's the least desirable. Right. But like. It's not the least interesting part. <laughs> 
the least interesting part is like what she likes to have for breakfast and shit for cereal or whatever like but no if i'm telling you like about a girl i met right like uh, like i've told you about girls that i've met or whatever do i go straight to dude her fucking vagina bro no man i talk about like her personality i talk about no, you know, like the things that are interesting to me. Yeah, shit. no, but no. The first thing in my mind when you're telling me is like, so how what is does her vagina look like? <laughs> I don't want to know like what it looks like. I want to <laughs> know, are you guys compatible? Like that's really the real question that people are asking. And it's like, a big thing for sure. Yeah, exactly. Like it's sex huge. is a huge deal yeah. for sure. I'm yeah, not discounting that bad, in any way. Yeah, You're not going to stay or even like, don't even tell me what she's like if the sex is bad. I don't right. need the rest, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, so uh, again... Again, I'm not discounting that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, that's not the first thing that comes to mind when I'm, like, telling you that I fucking met someone or some shit like that. You know what I mean? It's not right. It's not the first thing I say, right? Um, No, it's not the first thing you say. It's not. I won't even say it until it comes up. No, you're a gentleman. You're a gentleman. <laughs> oh, yeah, I smashed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I usually have to ask you, to be honest. Like, if yeah. that's what you're looking to confirm, yeah, I usually have to ask you, like, hey, did you hit or not? You know what I'm saying? Like, You're always awkward about asking, too. So, if you were to have sex, <laughs> what would the date have been exactly? That's not true, man. I, I'm like, yo, it's like, I'm usually, you, because you don't go straight to that, like, it makes it like, okay, cool, she's cool, okay, cool. Anyways, did you guys have sex so, or what? <laughs> did you smash? So, it comes off awkward because I'm like, why didn't you start with that? <laughs> yeah, it's weird, man. But I've definitely been learning a lot, you know? I what about like if you develop feelings for someone else or something like that then cool then that's what happens do these other people know that you guys are married of course okay of course yeah and you've had to reveal this to a woman that well, look like um that you're on a date with yeah of course and how was that experience it's uh you know it's weird <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah it's weird. How do you how do you even open that conversation? Like, there's been different. Have you ever been married? <laughs> no. How about you? <laughs> well, actually, yeah. There's been different uh, ways that I've done it. You know, what I what I uh, figured out at one point is I just put it on the dating app, like on the description. Okay. I just put it there. Okay. Like, hey, married. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Just put it out there. Okay. But it's definitely the most awkward part of the conversation. If It's like if they don't know, right? Mm -hmm. It's the most awkward shit. Because some, some girls don't see the description. Mm. Think about how, like, I don't want to say difficult, but, like, it is, like, pulling a girl is challenging, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, finding. Yeah, part. Yeah, it's challenging, right. right? So imagine having the obstacle of, like, having to explain that, hey, I'm married we see other people. It's okay. You know, like imagine having that obstacle thrown on top of like how challenging it is already. You right. know what I mean? It's like people that invent like those three level chess boards. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'm playing on, yeah. Playing I'm, Star Trek chess and shit. I'm playing uh, on Hall of Fame right now in 2K <laughs> when you put, you put the level on Hall of Fame. I mean, that's cool. I mean, you have, you guys are adventurous. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the word that I would use. Like, I don't see, like, I, I, I personally foresee problems. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Not for any, like, as I just, I don't know, like, but again, 
I'm very conditioned. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I could just be that at my mind just doesn't wrap itself around that concept. You know what I mean? Right. But, um, you know, again, somebody wants more the this, that, and the other, you know, eventually. Yeah. I mean, and maybe not, maybe like, then I think I can look at it in the other side of the coin, which is like, okay, if you're in your situation, right? Like, why would you ever want to leave it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right. That's what and I'm saying. the same saying. thing for Sophia, obviously, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I've I've run into that. Mm-hmm. Into like, you know, I've run into someone that is monogamous, right? And like their idea is to take me away. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why would I leave this situation to go <laughs> into... You know what I mean? Right. A monogamous situation. That doesn't make sense. You know? (laughs) This is not how you approach it. Yeah, this is not how you do it. Took me a long time to get here. That's what I'm saying. Like, I might have to start from scratch. No. Yeah, it's weird, man. Yeah, no, I bet it's weird. The, uh, you know, the fucking 2019, 2020 dating world is weird. I bet. Like, you know, I haven't been dating for, I've been with my girl now for seven years. And at your advanced age, I'm sure it's a little strange. <laughs> Hold on on that advanced age shit, though. Hold up a second, bro. What the fuck you mean, son? Do you even know how to work the dating apps? <laughs> wow. Says the guy that discovered Instagram like a week a ago. A week and a half ago, <laughs> sir. What's an IG story? Why would IG tell me a story? How do I record IG Live and then so I can put it on IG Live later? <laughs> Man, I've been going on IG Live a lot. I went on today. Yeah. Yeah, I just like to go on there and like when I'm when I roll up a blunt and shit and I'm about to sit there and listen to beats anyway, I'm mm. like, fuck it, I'll just go on IG Live. So you know I just discovered IG Live, right? And mm-hmm. IG in general. Mm-hmm. I'm a little weird about people's IG lives. Why? Cause they're because they know that you're watching them and it's <laughs> and like sometimes it's a little awkward. Yeah, sometimes there's only like two people in the room and you feel bad leaving. <laughs> you're like, Yo, that's <laughs> funny, bro. I don't know if I'm looking too much into it because of my regular etiquette you know like yeah. parameters but like yeah no it's cool like i don't get offended if someone right. comes in and it's leaves. fine right if you go in and leave right who gives a fuck yeah yeah nah, i don't fuck? think people i don't think they're gonna sit there and cry or whatever but then i just feel bad that they're like the only one in the room in their mm-hmm. own ig live yeah. <laughs> no, they have the option to stay or go yeah you know that's true too yeah yeah because i think i did like one ig live and i don't know who was in there i was in there yeah but i couldn't see because i was like, trying to dj or whatever right and uh, I got kicked off IG like in two seconds. <laughs> They're like, we re- we uh, detected 29 seconds of a song that you can't play. I like it, man. I like connecting with people. It's cool. Like, mm-hmm. I was on IG Live today playing beats. Like Ivan requested to be in my shit. Mm-hmm. Ivan was at a restaurant and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm like, why are you on IG Live with me? You're at a fucking restaurant. He's eating like fucking beef cutlets. Them shits look delicious. Damn. Man. That shit Servers weird. were wearing masks. That's weird than bringing your food with masks on. It's fucking weird, man. The yeah. whole thing is weird. Like, are the chefs wearing masks, too? They better be. Those poor motherfuckers, man. Yeah. With those, with that hot shit, you know what I mean? And yeah. you're wearing a mask? That's crazy, man. That sucks. They can't be wearing masks. You're right. Like, they're probably like, fuck it. Take it off. One thing that I got to thank COVID for, though, The Last Dance. The Last Dance. Fuck, man. What a documentary. I just cannot get enough. I'm watching it again. For the what many times? Third. Third time? Yeah, it's the third time. Dude, it's amazing. I see you rocking the new Jordans and shit. 
I mean, you know. <laughs> you went out and bought shoes and everything, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I've bought since the since the COVID, I've bought six pairs of Holy shoes. Holy shit. So you were telling me three. Right? Five for me. <laughs> three more just came out. And two for and one for Sophia. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you're yeah. crazy. We're going into a recession, bro. Save your pennies, bro. Trump got me these. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> There's another stimulus coming. There's another stimulus. You know what I'm saying? Six mo. Yep. Six mo. Yep. Six more shoes. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Six more pairs. Look, to be fair, this is something I've been planning for a long time. I'll I'll explain why. Spending your stimulus money on Spending all my money on shoes. Yeah. (laughs) Well, when we first got Charlie, Mm -hmm. he was, we couldn't keep him outside of his cage because he would eat shit up. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I learned that because he went through half of my shoe collection oh not that i had a lot of shoes but damn man i had some fucking jordans some lebrons and shit like that just tore them shits up damn tore them shits up that sucks also tore up like an 80 dollar comic book i mean just like devoured my shit man it's hard to get an 80 a comic book to be worth 80 dollars. that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, fucking 80 dollar comic book like original first print type shit fucking tore that shit up damn it um so i've been saying that at some point, I'm going to rebuild my collection. Right. It just right. so happens that The Last Dance came out, <laughs> you know, and just inspired me to do it. Yeah. You told me you were, like, watching the, him, the story about him wearing the the Air Ones or whatever. Yeah. And uh, At the All-Star game? Yeah. And then you went out and bought them. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, the story was his feet were bleeding. <laughs> right. And you're like, yo, that's exactly, I want, yeah, I need those shoes. I bought the ones with Jordan's actual blood. <laughs> <laughs> with signature blood stains yeah, yeah. dude no I no it's amazing it's amazing i haven't cared about sneakers in forever i think the last pair i ever wanted was the pennies i think i told you that already oh the pennies yeah dope you know which ones i was looking at the other day the kamikazes remember those the sean camps no those were fucking nice man yeah yeah i bought a pair of grant hills those are one. That's one of the ones I'm waiting on. Those the Fila ninety five. Those are hills. dope. Uh, with yeah. The blue, blue and black. The right? white and blue. Oh, okay. The, the white. And blue. The white and blue. They had them in blue and black too. I think black and blue. Yeah, but the white and blue was the original colorway. That's mm-hmm. the one that uh, Method Man was rocking in the "You're All I Need" video. Oh shit! You know what I mean, <laughs> throwing it back. <laughs> no, wrong button. There you go. <laughs> Drop a bomb on. Sorry, you. Meth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but not. Nah, but the last dance, like, okay, so. I'm a basketball fan, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of the broad strokes I already knew. Like, you know, Jerry Krause, that whole beef, like Pippen being underpaid, them going into that last season knowing it was going to be their last season. Like, I knew all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But what's remarkable to me is, and I knew, like, the legend of Jordan and how competitive he was and the way he was, like, in the locker room and shit like that. So I knew it, but I hadn't seen it. Mm. that's what was cool to me is mm. like all the footage and shit of like just jordan actually showing his real self for the first time because jordan's a guy that his image is so carefully like curated mm-hmm. that you only really saw the guy from the gatorade commercials you know what i mean mm-hmm. like be like mike that's all you ever saw of mike he pretty much kept his image clean aside from the shit that was going on outside but like as far as what he presented to people mm-hmm. you never really saw the real michael jordan you know right and i feel like this documentary is the first time you see it and it's man it's it, it's really something dude yeah you see it more behind the scenes yeah yeah and he's like being very candid in those interviews and yeah. shit too he's yeah. very he's very 
brazen you know what i mean like very um he's a man's man you know yeah. he's like a throwback like Man, masculine yeah, like dude you know but his his competitive nature is something that that's that's the thing that i got out of the most because yes i i had heard the legends too of how competitive he was and the stories etc but um just the fact that he would put himself in these mind states yeah you know because it's one thing to be competitive and say like okay when an obstacle presents itself my competitiveness comes out and i overcome it mm -hmm. but it's another thing to recognize it in yourself and say i'm going to trigger it right you know so that i think is next level shit like his guru-ness was like, he could just like turn it on mm -hmm. yeah or psych himself into it you know what i mean like even if he had to lie to himself yeah even if he had Crazy. to lie to himself yeah like what was the the, the story he admitted it never happened or whatever i forgot that but. someone slighted him at a restaurant was it was that is that what it was Sometimes. Oh no, that homie uh said nice game. Nice Mike. game, Mike, yeah. yeah. <laughs> After he scored like 40, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. He's like, nah, it never happened. <laughs> um, who do you think came off the worst? Pippin. Yeah, me too, man. I would say Pippin came off pretty bad. Like Unfortunately. Yeah, he came off like a coaster, you know, like just like a dude that he he's one of those dudes that he's just satisfied with himself. He's always like, I'm fine, you know, I'm good. I don't know of a of a coaster, but he he was he came off like a dude that was not dependable in the big moments. Right. Selfish. Like it was the migraine, mm -hmm. then it was then he refused to come back in the game, you know, then he like delayed the fucking surgery and like wasn't there for the whole first half of the season when the Bulls needed him, mm -hmm. you know. It just always seemed like he had a reason not to be there. And I don't know if that's because, like, I don't know if the documentary, like, was guilty of highlighting that. But, like, I mean, those are highlights. Whether the documentary fucking thinks so or not. That right. I remember those things happening, you know? I don't think the documentary did anything biased towards making Pippen look bad, you know? Like, I don't think they... Like, I purposely would kind of watch these moments and they weren't doing, like, any ominous tones, like, mm -hmm. dark, you know, pianos and, like, long, drown, you know, drawn-out zoom-ins and that kind of stuff that usually indicate this is the villain, right, of the documentary. And he doubled down on it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They weren't doing that. They asked him fair questions. And when they got to the question of would you change anything, he said, no, yeah. I wouldn't change anything. So at that point, it's like you can't be mad because I heard he's mad now. He's I heard mad. he's upset about he's the way he's being per, uh, portrayed in the documentary. Mm. A bunch of people are salty. Mm. Horace Grant really? is salty. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, obviously, is salty. Um, Why? Jordan called him an asshole. <laughs> Jordan says, yeah, you can show me whatever you want when he's showing him the iPad. I see, he's still an asshole. Right. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, he knew Jordan felt that way. It's not like something He says new. he didn't. Really? He says that every time he sees them, they've been cordial with each other, you know? Hmm. Um, he was like, I'm, I'm there watching it with my family and shit like that. And fucking he calls me an asshole in front of the whole, the whole fucking country, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I think a lot of people felt blindsided. But, like, I mean, let's be honest. This documentary was not about the Bulls. It was Mike, about Michael Jordan. Right. And it was about the Bulls era that you know, that, that started really when they drafted Michael Jordan mm -hmm. and ended when Michael Jordan retired. So, of course, the fucking story is about Michael Jordan. You know? Of course. He ushered in the era, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Bulls era. And that's when it starts. It starts with that draft pick. You know what I mean? And and I, I love the way they did it with the timeline, too, where the whole backdrop up. was the 98 
season, but you know, then it kept going back and forth in the timeline or whatever. I, I love the way they did that. Me too. Yeah, I thought it was really brilliant, and um, I thought the what I've heard is like that the documentary humanized Jordan because I think Jordan there were rumors that he was afraid that it was going to make him look like a bully. Yeah. Um, but if anything, it humanized them. It just showed like, man, this guy was trying to get fire out of these guys, you know, and maybe he was young and impetuous and he didn't know a better way to do it, but that's what he was trying to do. He was yeah. trying to bring them up to a level of championship, you know, and he did and it worked. And those people are who they are now because of him being that way. You know what I mean? If Scotty Pippen, you know, who was, he was drafted by Seattle, if you mm -hmm. remember, and like got traded on draft day, mm -hmm. right? If he goes to Seattle and doesn't have a Michael Jordan, does he become Scottie Pippen? Who's on that team, on that Seattle team? I think it was like, uh, I don't even think they had Sean Kemp yet. No. Yeah, it was like Xavier McDaniel and like some other guys. No, yeah. no he doesn't become Scottie Pippen. Well, no matter who is on the team, he doesn't become He Scottie probably Pippen. becomes a, a solid player, but right. I don't think he becomes the guy that he became you know, no having to go through the fire that is Michael Jordan. And you know? and Phil Jackson, too, because Phil Jackson was a brilliant coach. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. no, none of those guys without going to that team become who they are. You know? I was watching, um, they played game six, right? Like Jordan's final game or whatever against Utah. Mm -hmm. They played the entire game mm -hmm. on ESPN. And I was watching it and it was like, I was surprised and this is something I didn't realize when I was watching it in the moment. Like, I was surprised at how bad Jordan looked in that game. Like, he looked burned out in that game, mm. right? And still, I look up and the motherfucker has 45 points. And I'm like, during the game, I'm thinking like, damn, Jordan just doesn't look that good, you know? But he's still not looking good and not shooting particularly well, like willed his team to to fucking victory in that game and that last like one minute of that game is like some of the best basketball you'll ever see mm -hmm. like you know uh i think it was the jazz hit a three to go up and jordan uh gets a layup brings it within one the jazz go back on the other side clock is running clock is running out malone grabs the ball in the post jordan comes up through the, the blind side. side and fucking steals it yeah. right and fucking, you know, no timeouts. This is a whole sequence, you know, mm -hmm. no timeouts. Jordan dribbles the ball up. There's a dramatic pause where he's just like the, sh the clock is running. You know, he's thinking about what he's going to do. And then he makes his move and fucking hits that beautiful shot. It's like poetry in motion, man. That's like one of the best, like one and a half minutes of basketball that, that, that you'll see. So I guess I, I say all that to say that Jordan was having a bad game. Mm-hmm. You forget that because all you remember now is the highlight of the end, the last shot with his fucking hand still over. Like Jordan was having a pretty bad game, dude. Yeah. And, you know, just somehow like willed his team to victory, dude. That's the thing about sports, man. That's why I love hashtag sports. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, sports ball. Sports balls. <laughs> um, that should be a name of our sports show. On sports ball. Sports ball. <laughs> <laughs> I love sports ball. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's really cool that like, you could be having a terrible game, terrible season even, Yeah, you know, and then you come hit that winning shot that, and that's all touchdown. people remember. Yeah. That's all people. That's like, all yeah. people remember. It's true. It's true. And, and I'll say one more thing that I'll say about Jordan and look, I don't want to disparage any other player. I'm just making the point that Jordan's the greatest of all time. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say anything about LeBron, about Kareem, about anything, but like. 
Michael Jordan. Damn, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> he's the greatest, guys. He's the best. He's the GOAT. Yeah, That's he's it. the best. That's all I got to say. Yeah, no, you really... I've never seen that level of uh, style mm-hmm. and effectiveness. That's the thing right. that he had both of. You know what I mean? He had the athleticism and he had the smarts for the game. Exactly. Like he had the, the fundamentals. And the swag. I mean, come on. Like, when you watch Jordan play, like, it's undeniable to say, okay, just the point scoring or just this or just that, whatever. Like, the dude just, when the way he moved, the way he dribbled, the way he, he moved was just poetic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, the only person I've seen, like, obviously was Kobe, rest in peace. Wade had some flash of that, you know what I mean? Like, but I see LeBron dribble and it looks like fucking giraffe trying to dribble a ball down the down the court. You know, like I don't. Yeah, it's I, not. It's not graceful. It's Jordan not, was graceful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I know we don't want to talk about LeBron, but I'm just saying I don't want to say anything negative. Obviously, the dude is a fucking powerhouse. But yeah, um, LeBron's a great fucking player, man. And I feel, I feel the need to defend him now because I feel like people are shitting on him, you know, and it's not fair. Right? Because, like, fuck, man. If the guy's in the conversation with Jordan, that's a hell of an accomplishment. Agreed. Right? And, like, he is in the conversation. Even mm-hmm. though I don't think he's ne- he's number two, mm-hmm. he's in the fucking conversation. Who's you your know? number two? Magic? Magic is my number two. Right. right? And, like, he doesn't have a great case, but he's the second best player I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a great case as far as, like, you know individual statistics but fuck man you know a lot of people say it's kareem right number two i get it his longevity alone is enough right but what people forget is kareem wasn't winning with the lakers until magic got there hmm. magic's the guy that's the, his rookie fucking year mm-hmm. they won right you know what i mean and and which no one's been able to do and like kareem was injured on like in the deciding game of that series in the finals and magic johnson a point guard stepped in and played center literally the other end I didn't of know it that. yeah he stepped in and played center hit fucking 42 points 14 what? rebounds That's yeah and won it as a rookie won the championship as a rookie right so for me it's magic johnson um lebron's somewhere in the top five yeah where does kobe right i think i got kobe over lebron man I, you know, LeBron has better individual numbers, but X factor, you know, if I'm starting a team, I take Kobe. Yeah, for sure. I take Kobe over LeBron all day. Mm. I do, man. First pick though, like, because your first pick would be Jordan. Oh yeah. Well, if I take Jordan, I'm not taking Kobe or LeBron. All right, let's build. Let's let's set up your starting five right here. My starting five. Yeah. Okay. Point guard Magic Johnson. Okay. Two guard Michael Jordan. Three guard. This is my starting five. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone says. Me. Three guard <laughs> Dominique Wilkins. Okay. Barkley at power forward. Olajuwon or Shaq at center. Olajuwon or Shaq. Shaq yeah. at his prime. Olajuwon destroyed Shaq, though. That's all I'm saying. Like but when Olajuwon destroyed every other team, Olajuwon and Shaq went head to head in the finals, mm-hmm. and Houston swept them, swept them. So mm. I'm just saying, yeah. Shaq is more dominant for sure. Right. But that's my starting five. Cool. Maybe Dominique. 
Yeah, Dominique. I'm sorry. He's my favorite small forward. I'm not saying he's better than LeBron. I'm not saying none of that. But I think that starting five, you give me another starting five that could beat that, and I'll be impressed, right? <laughs> I'm sure, like, but, somebody call a bento box because you know I can't do it. <laughs> speaking of which, we're oh, fucking back, homeboy. We're back in the stew. So we're going to – we have some messages. Some of them go as far back as <laughs> March 27th. As you guys know, we haven't done the bento box through the whole uh, quarantine – Right. episodes um but now we're back we're back in the fucking office some of the, some of these messages are gonna be like can you believe australia's burning right <laughs> i'm excited to 2020 is horrible i haven't heard these okay so i'm excited about this all right oh, i missed the intro i missed it man <laughs> it's the mental box. mental box that shit's super racist <laughs> Yeah, who, who thought of that? What's going on, yeah. Sushis? Reporting live from the WVCC Dungeon. H. This is your boy, H2 Owens. Just want to give a shout-out to all my peoples out there in Sushi Land watching this episode of Human Sushi. I got to tell you, I've enjoyed the hell out of the last three episodes. Haven't called in for a while. Keep on missing the opportunity to. Uh, but the episode with Sick Vic was fantastic. The episode with the Vinci was great. Mm -hmm. I, I envied you guys because you guys were sitting there talking about the Royce the Five Nine album, which I'm freaking, which is one of the best albums, if not the best album of the year so far for me. Nice. Um, and uh, that's changed. And before him. that shit, I forgot who it was before that, but I enjoyed that one too. Oh, oh, <laughs> the one about the the one uh, with jokes and uh, and Catalina. I forgot her name, but the actress Catalina. I'm dying to see that movie. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for this fucking, for this COVID-19, we, we'd uh, be making plans to go out there and see their movie for for Miami uh, Movie Fest or Cinema Fest or I don't know what it's called. But yo, the funniest thing and the most eerie thing was last week for the Sick Vic episode, hearing you guys talk about, about Corona a week late. Like, cause you guys had filmed it on Tuesday. Ironic. And by right. the time I heard it was the following Monday and so much had already happened, yo, we were on lockdown already. Freaking shit was scarce. And I'm here like, damn, From hopefully we get to another. hear another show. So I'm glad to, that you guys are getting to film another one. And, uh, I just want to let you guys know WVCC, Scythe Life Radio, we are here for you guys. We are during the quarantine. I am streaming live from 8.30 a.m. to, uh, 11.30 a.m., a morning show. And then from 12.30, to 4 p.m., a midday show. You can go ahead and catch me. Follow me on bandlab.com and just search the hashtag WBCC and you'll find WBCC radio streams, yo. If you ever need some good hip-hop, some good indie funk, some good jazz, some good soul, yo, go ahead and uh and follow us. Go ahead and log on to the live stream. We will keep you entertained. With that, Sushis, I say goodbye. Peace, Shadi. Peace, Renee. Y'all stay healthy. Peace. Peace. Yo, my boy H, man. Yo, he's w on Twitch now. He's definitely. on Twitch. Yeah. yeah. WVCC Sife Life Radio, man. They hold it down for all of South Florida, man. And um, I love what he does, dude. I love the show, and I love what he does. Yeah, man. Like, uh, he's been showing a lot of love to uh, to the Common Ground mm. uh, audio uh, documentary, which is getting really good response. We haven't talked about it. Yeah, it's getting a nice response. Shout out to those guys, man. Shout out to Agony Soup. Uh, North always Littles RIP profile mm -hmm. yes sir um, let's get to the next one man. let's do it alright 
I had to leave you guys with the goodie. Okay. Here it goes. This is brand new. Okay. I've had this reoccurring dream where it's impossible to run forward lest I first turn around, hunker down, and pedal backwards. The progress is slow as I leap low to the ground and accelerate by reaching up, pulling the grass that surrounds. It's like I'm backstroking, floating, buoyant. The air is as viscous as gear, salty tears filling the ocean. I'm a porpoise with a purpose, half humpback, half person. A sea mammal who's seen man go too far down an obscene manhole. So he can no longer breathe inside of this deep fungal. Create a Christ Allah or your favorite santos or chango to make some sort of delicious dish out of this arroco mango. We all knew shit would hit the fan once Don Cheeto took office. But once fan blades are caked with shit, the motor gets exhausted. Now with no ventilation, society's gone toxic. We self-quarantine, locked in. Avoiding the killer cough that puts abuela in a coffin. Scared to death of what the heads in government are really plotting. Promising aid for considering less expensive permanent options. Made millions selling their stocks while civilians die on their watch. Doesn't matter if it's MSNBC, CNN, or Fox that you watch. Mm. The information is all getting botched. It's a shit show. That's why we've run out of Charmin and Scott's mm. with just dispensable cards within their watch. Hey, Google, tell the NSA agent listening to this conversation, fuck you, bro. I'm sure you got a family too, bro, who's scared to death of El Futuro. So mm. you're sold for a paycheck while they escape on their spaceships. Mm. H. Dose. I'm out. So was hard. That shit was hard, bro. That was hard, bro. That shit was dope, man. Uh, NSA agents, those are the opinions of H2O alone. We do not share those opinions, <laughs> yeah. nor do we endorse them. Yes, Trump 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to H, man. Yo, that Yo was dope. H is the man, bro. That was fire. WVCC yeah. Radio, man. Do not sleep. That show. Yes, off. sir. Definitely check out the homie, man. Yeah. Yo, what up, Sushi? Yes. Your boy, Alex. Yes. Hope y'all are staying safe. Hope everyone out there staying staying safe. Hope all the sushis are staying safe. Um, saw the last episode. That quarantine life, man, it's got us all about the nuts. <laughs> um, but anyways, we gotta make the best out of it. Um, I've been joining a bunch of live um, Instagram uh, little little meetings that people have been having. The other day, my buddy from from California had one. Talked about wine, joined, was on there. Um, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to you guys uh, doing a doing a live to join and you know bring people in and that'll be cool. Can't wait, can't wait. But anyways, uh, y'all stay safe. Hopefully, uh, this thing goes away uh, sooner than uh, later. And uh, yeah, bro. Well, anyways, man. Cheers to you guys. Drink up and uh, yeah, bro. Have a good time and uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cheers! I don't uh, know who that that character was at the end that was slipping in, but I want more of that. I don't know what version and, of um, Alex that uh, is, but I like it. And um, uh, <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah, bro, that's quarantine, Alex. I like that. I like that guy. Yeah. Now shout out to Alex, man. Shout out to the Do Company. Those guys are fucking awesome, man. Do Company, doing their thing for Love sure. Those guys. Oh, it's so nice to have a bento box again. It right? is right. I missed it. Let's see what this is about. Oh, weird. Silence. It's a silent message. I think this one's a silent one, too. It's a silent tone that's seeping into our brain. All right. Well, kill each other. that was the bento box, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 
Apparently, uh, some messages got corrupted with time. Shout out to uh, everyone that left a message, man. Shout out to H2O. And shout out to Alex. That's everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but shout out to them and shout out to everybody who's called in the past. You know, we got to do the, uh, with that verse, we got to one day do the competition we've been talking about for a year and a half. Shout out to all the guests that were on the on the show during quarantine too, man. Shout out to me for all the cool costumes that I brought to quarantine. Are you, I think we're going to miss that, right? No more DeLorean. I almost wore some shit today, but I was like, nah. The sound issues with the, like, you know, with the other, the remote podcast, I think was bothering me a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But the, I feel like everybody's dealing with that. Like, cause I watch like a lot of MSNBC. Mm-hmm. Sorry, H, I know they're the ones plotting, mm-hmm. but, um, like, yeah, everybody in the world, you know, like they'll be talking to like Bernie, to, uh, and it'll cut off and yeah shit. and it'll cut off and shit you know um or even like i was gonna say one of my favorite things about the whole quarantine i think it's gotta be like all the ig battles you know like uh, that's been cool it's been really cool like specifically i saw like i wouldn't even call this a battle but like just kevin hart talking to five to like this, this other comic basically mm. <laughs> and then Shaq comes in eventually and he starts ragging on Shaq, you know and it's like that kind of stay at home entertainment that's been happening like i'm enjoying that you know that's how they distract you man that's how they distract you from what's important i appreciate being distracted thank you we're locked at home but it's okay because riz is battling premiere exactly and because human sushi is putting out a show every week Uh, exactly we're part of the problem problem. but we're telling you guys that there's a problem so at least i am so only listen to the show (laughs) at least i am i'm trying I've given up on the news, man. Why? It's just like, it's... Too negative? I just don't want to hear about this fucking coronavirus anymore, man. All right. I'm over it. So I've been watching it through the, the financial eye, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. I've, like I told you, I started investing or whatever. I became a quarantine investor, you know? Okay. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, so every day I'll turn on MSNBC and watch like the stocks, you know? Mm-hmm. But they're also, del- I'll never go back to watching the regular news again. Like, if you want some honest, direct news, put on the ten, money, the yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause the they're money. not biased. They don't it's care. It's true. It's just like, Hey, this is how it's affecting stock prices. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the only thing they are trying to analyze, you know? Facts though. That's true. Yeah. So they'll tell you, they'll be like, yeah, China did this. How is this going to affect your stock in, you know, Huawei or whatever, right, you know? right. Samsung or whatever the fuck. Yeah. All right, man. That was a podcast. That's it. That was a fucking podcast. <laughs> right. There we go. That wasn't as weird as I thought it was going to be coming back to the studio. Now we have to figure out how we're going to get guests to come in here. I don't know. We're going to have to start testing people. (laughs) And next time we should turn the lights on too. The test will be like, okay, do this. (laughs) (laughs) Walk in a straight line. Do you have coronavirus? No. Check if they're crossing their fingers. checks out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're good. Cool, man. Have coughed in the last six months? (laughs) Right. Um, where can they reach us, buddy? Um, they can call my cell seven eight six five 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 six one seven zero eight zero zero seven two. The motherfucking bento oh, box. I you know what I mean? We, we ain't even do all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait, I didn't even put it up on the screen. I'm Yo, rusty, man. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's our first one back. Yeah. But yeah, hit up the fucking bento. We didn't put anything on the screen today. Yeah. We have our logo up. That's new. Hey, hey. Right there. There it is. 
That's difficult. I did a whole weird ass thing. <laughs> I'm going to just point it out. We're one. not upside down. Right? Like, just left there. and right. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Um, I'm sorry about that. I apologize. That's good. 561-708-0072. www.humansushibar.com. Please call us up. Leave a message. The Bento Box is officially back. Yes. And hit that share button when we put up stuff, guys. Guys, um, start commenting on the videos on YouTube. Like, we need proof that we have fans. Oh, yeah. We're almost at, like, 500 followers for Instagram. Which nice. I thought that, to me, is a milestone because I remember when we had 12 and I was four of them from all my different accounts and shit. So did they place <laughs> a stone on every mile? Is that what a milestone is? They placed, like, a stone wow. to, to denote, like, every mile? That's probably most likely correct. Wow. I've never thought about that. You just thought of that right now? Yeah. That's pretty smart. Yeah. I mean, it's in the name. It's no, a milestone. Still, I've said it a million times, and I've never thought of what that meant. I didn't until now. I don't know why. Mm. Yeah. You ever heard the expression, don't look a gift horse in the mouth? <laughs> what, is it, what, what does it mean, man? Go out. Show, on your, show off your knowledge, man. The human head weighs eight pounds. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you next time. How about that for next episode? Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah. What does it mean? I'll reveal it next episode. Stay tuned. So no, fuck all that. Tell me now. No, man. We're trying to do a marketing thing here. This isn't good marketing. <laughs> no one's no one's listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> if people were listening, that would be a milestone. All right. So you know how horses have bits that they chew on or whatever? They chomp on? Yeah. All right. So from chomping on the bit, like uh, their teeth get worn down. Mm -hmm. so if somebody gives you a horse you don't inspect the teeth right away to see how much he's been ridden that's rude you just mm. accept the gift horse and say thank you but why wouldn't you check because it's a gift horse it's a free horse man just take it and be I grateful know, people know? trying to give you like a piece of shit horse fuck that's that shady it's, a gift, fuck. it's a free horse that's like if I give you a Toyota Corolla and you're like, ah, let me see how this thing runs. And I'm like, a horse I'm, costs mad money to feed and shit, bro. I'm giving you a car, bro. Sell it. Sell remember the horse. On, remember on Entourage? Sell the when horse. Johnny Drama bought a horse? <laughs> no. But if you buy the horse, you definitely could look it in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah, you should. The expression is don't look a bot a horse gift. in the mouth. Yeah, <laughs> a gift horse in the yeah. mouth. Yeah. Weird, man. Yeah. Weird. Super, super. How did you know that? Do you know anyone who actually uses that expression about that? I don't think I've ever heard it in real life. I might have heard it in a fucking TV show or something. I use a lot of weird expressions. Like sometimes I'll say like I'm more nervous than a long tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Whoa. So wait, name a scenario in which you would say that that quote. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Like, what is that supposed to mean in an like everyday scenario? when I try to roll up a joint and you're usually like, what fucking shitty weed is that? Uh, Why don't you don't roll up my shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, it's a joint. You should just accept it because it's look a free a gift joint. joint. in the mouth, bro. Nah, I don't agree with that shit. Look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> don't let people give you shitty weed, bro. Dude, that's ungrateful. You, just, you could just literally sell the horse two seconds later. Right, but what if I'm an asshole and I got bomb weed and shitty weed and it's like, oh, what should I pick? I'm smoking with Cap. I guess I'll fucking do the shitty weed. Like, that's a Cause he brought dick it. move. Oh, because you have both or whatever? If I had both and I chose to do the fucking shitty weed, that's a dick move. I could never say anything because that would be looking a gift horse in the mouth. I know. Then that sucks. But you what should, would you want you me to... Would you want me to be like, hey, fuck. Thanks for smoking me out, but smoke me out to the good shit. I would say it. 
You would? You don't think I'd say that to you? Like, yo, why are we smoking this shit, bro? <laughs> about <laughs> saw, my weed, I know I you'd say. I saw that other shit. <laughs> yeah. Look a gift horse in the mouth, people. Don't, don't let people give you shitty presents, man. Don't do it, guys. I had an aunt that gave me fucking handkerchiefs every year. You a fucking any, handkerchief, have, have you blown your nose since then? You could have used one, see? <laughs> How the fuck does a handkerchief work? Like, it's a single use only. So then you got to wash it. That's not how they did it back in the day. The gentlemen wore handkerchiefs in their suit pockets and they would wash them. Yeah, you got to wash it every day. Not every day, just whenever you blow your nose. That's weird, man. Sometimes you just need to dab the little sweat on a hot day, you know, because they used to wear like the big ass thick suit. So do you wash it then? After like four days of dabbing. Four days of dabbing. Yeah. That fourth day must be rough. It's a little it's a little it's a little putrid. Pocket, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but there were no washing machines back then. You have, your wife had to like go to the river and shit. That's crazy, man. <laughs> and there's definitely no paper towels back then. No, there was no paper towels. Yeah. There, there was toilet Just paper. Just like now. Was there toilet paper? Just like now. <laughs> Or did people use like a washcloth? In for what that? the age of the handkerchief? I don't fucking know. What when are we talking about exactly? <laughs> like the nineteen thirties? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. In my scenario, the wife went down to the river, so <laughs> there wasn't even running water. <laughs> when, when did handkerchiefs come out? Like when did that mistake drop? Was there toilet paper? That's the question. <laughs> Can we Google this? Yes, please. Did toilet paper exist? Can we leave that for the next episode? We gotta leave them with something. Did right? toilet paper <laughs> exist? In what time? When handkerchiefs. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Were commonplace. Hankies have been common since the French royals. They used to have hankies. They used to carry them like this. In 1924, facial tushy, facial tushies. <laughs> <laughs> facial tushies. I've had my facial in some tushies, man. <laughs> I'm a little distracted. Uh, facial tissues, as they are known today, were first introduced by Kimberly Clark as Kleenex. Yeah, that's facial. That's paper. 1924. So, but people still had handkerchiefs in the 50s. They're fucking idiots. There's, there's fucking pa facial tissue. It took a while for Kleenex to catch on. To blow I up. Yeah. <laughs> It's 1924. Y'all yeah. had 26 years. But yeah. they were just in Idaho at that time, in a rural county. Like, you know, it took time back then. Like, you had to build up, like, a factory with your bare hands and shit. Kleenex <laughs> is one of those brands in Spanish that, like, it's like chicle. Like, dame un clean. Dame un clean. Un clean. <laughs> you don't say the X. Yeah. Dame un clean. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like. It's coma de mascar. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and fucking. Uh, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Dame una Coca-Cola. Yeah. Un Pepsi. Also, Conflé. Conflé. It's true. Yeah. You say cereal? I don't say it. I say dame Conflé. I don't ever say Spanish. Like, I don't speak Spanish that often. When these But Spanish. if I'm talking to my grandmother, I'm like, I Conflé. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm asking if they're cereal, you know, it's cornflakes. I don't really mean cornflakes. I just mean cereal in general. I can't remember the last time I referred to cereal in Spanish. Tú tienes chicle. I'm asking for gum. I'm not asking for a chiclet. If you have a big red, I'll take that too. Right. Yeah. But it came from chiclet. Yeah. Big red freshness. Last right through it. You just gave away all our all of our. Your fresh breath goes on and on while you chew it. <laughs> you just gave away all our secrets, bro. 
All right, no man. Cliffhangers. Let's get out of here, dude. You're looking <laughs> you had enough? You're like, wrap it up, B. I'm sorry. I'm excited. I'm happy to be back. What do you offer me? My, my, I don't want to wear these headphones anymore, but we can keep talking after we <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> Sheesh. I'm that guy that like stays at the party till no, the end. Just, till these aren't the my headphones. I left mine at home. These are mad uncomfortable. Are my you head. uncomfortable? They hurt. This is what our guest feels like. I have giant ears, Dre. I don't know if you know that. So not every headphone works on my head. This is what our guests feel like. I have giant ears, though. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Giant. All right, guys. Good night. <laughs> I promise we'll we'll talk more about Dre's uh, open relationship next week. No, we won't, actually. <laughs> Might have to edit that whole part out. I like out. how you switched it out to the Jordan <laughs> conversation. But so, don't worry, guys. I'm on the case, all right? So, the last dance. <laughs> all right, guys. All right. Peace. Peace. Later.